Wow, what's happening? This is Talking with Maserati. This is Talking with Maserati. I am your host, Maserati Shells. Let's go, let's go. You know, today I'm going to use my headphones because I want to hear how I sound. Because I'll be tripping. So, there we go. I'm decent. I'm decent. The ticker's on. Let me turn the ticker off. I am decent. So, this is how we're doing it today. I started you guys off with some clips, right? Two clips that I seen on uh, Facebook this morning. And I kind of want to dive into those, but first we're going to do our normal introductions. My co-host, the iPad is back in charge. That is my co-host on the Talking Maserati show. It's kind of cheap, huh? I've got a real person. Eventually we'll get one. Also, the book of the day, Think. This book is Think. Why crucial decisions can be made in the blink of an eye. They can't be made in the blink of an eye. You got to think first. And this book, oh man, I didn't get to finish this book actually. But uh, what I want to do is show you some of the chapters in here. Some of the content. So it goes, part one, causes. Don't blink, think, analyze what thought, American style, feeding the feel-good monster, the rise of political and correct, or the fall of smart, quick. It's the real thing, marketing, the media, and mayhem. I want to go to that chapter, 126. I want to say, you know, I didn't get to this book. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, I read this book because I have a lot of books. This is not a book I actually finished, so um, maybe I should, huh? Maybe I, should, maybe I should stop being a hypocrite, huh? But this one is the real thing. Marketing, the media, and mayhem. Television, like politics, is something well we all think about. We could do and how it could be done better. Louis Lafan, the, pr- 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 what the fuck? Practitioner, editor. What's a practitioner, editor? Someone Can someone help me with that? Because I don't even know what the fuck a practitioner, editor is. Of Harper's Magazine, Dare to Try. Lafam. Once arranged a meeting with then president of CBS, Larry Tish. I wonder what's Larry Tish doing now. Hey, Larry, I don't even know who you are. I never heard of you. I just, if you was the president of CBS, you might have been somebody. Anyway, to propose a new public affairs program that took big picture historical look at current events, as LaFam relates in an interview that appeared in the Wild Duck Review. I'm not going to say the interview stuff because it seems boring, but, um, oh, Oh, this is weird. The barbarians aren't our, at our aren't at our gates. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is crazy. Hold on. Hold on. I want to read this, okay? It's refreshing to finally hear TV Kahuna put the depth of his admiration for his audience into words. Tris obviously meant to impress La Fam with the hard facts of life about television. It is what it is. The interesting thing about it is what he's doing is so he can appear as have the mass. He goes, no, no, hold on, hold on. I read that wrong. The interesting thing is that in doing so, he appears to have missed the rich irony of his logic and the most economically secure, culturally influenced, politically powerful country on the planet. How is it the best means of mass communication has ever invented can only be outlived for the crude, stupid, mindless and meaningless? That's what he said. Listen, this is crazy. The dude said, how is it the best means of mass communication ever invented can only be an outlet for the crude, stupid, Mindless and meaningless. The barbarians aren't at our gates. They're dining with us. Their names are J-Lo, Ja Rule, and Paris Hilton. This is, who said this? I think this is uh, the CBS president, Larry Tish. Hmm. Let's you know about CBS. But it's a good book. It lets you know what they think about us. It's crazy. I, I didn't even, that's crazy. I got to dig into this book more. Talking about how they think about. But trashing the trash culture churned out by television is too easy. Not only has it been done, but it's the standard lathering rather than infectual. Ranting us, letting us quickly wash our hands of the whole sordid spectacles modern television has become. 
It short circuits any critical examination of both the limitations and the possibilities of television. Why is television the way it is? How did it get this way? Why is television seemingly tracking back on the evolutionary timescale? And this is interesting that this book says that the barbarians aren't at our gates. They're dining with us. Their names is J-Lo, Ja Rule, and Paris Hilton. It's crazy they say that about the music that we choose to listen to or we choose to make compared to them post. I can't even say what I was about to say. I'm just going to leave it like that. But, yeah, that's a good book. Uh, you know, it's a saving America culture and society at one mind at a time. Think why crucial decisions can be made in the blink of an eye. Check it out. It gives you some um, insight on how people think. So I added a new part to my show. And I feel that it's crucial for all my gentlemen out there who are saying themselves gentlemen. I'm going to give you the fragrance of the day. I have a couple fragrances. This is one of my most popular fragrances that I have. This is Mansira Paris Paris. I don't even know how to pronounce other stuff, but this this cologne is it's like got a like kind of a like a not a musky sweet smell, but kind of like that. And for you gentlemen who don't really buy cologne, you should buy cologne. Spray it on your neck so when she leans in and smells you, they get a whiff of it. I, I like spraying it on my clothes sometimes, depending on the type of shirt, because I don't want it to stay on there and linger. That's a very strong smell. Um, so I hit it with the uh. Oh, I hit it with the, uh, uh, you know, right there. When I go out, I want to smell good. I want to smell clean. I want to be hygienic. You know, as a gentleman, you have to be hygienic, right? So we got to keep make sure that we do that. Now, I'm going to go to my sidekick, and I'm going to go to the uh, first video. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Hey, big dog. Hey, big dog. Because I actually sent these videos to my chick. I doubt she'll watch them or like them, but... It just be the for me it'd be the really just a So the first lady was like a grown man don't need a woman when he already got the basics covered. Right? How do y'all feel about that? Like like to me, right? Like and when I say this, I say this like respectfully, hold on, let me hit the coffee. When I say this, I want to say it like, like I want to make it make sense. So with that being said, right, <clears throat> nothing you do in life, if you do the basics, are you going to get the best results? You know what I'm saying? So if you do the ba- if you do the mere basics, you're not going to get the best results because you're just doing the basics. You don't get basic results. So when you're dealing with a, a man or a woman, and this goes for both ways. It's not just for men. You can't give if someone already got the basics covered, you can't come with the basics. You got to add to it. And I'm not talking about a monetary sense or financial sense or materialistic. You got to be there for them. And so it's hard for men in this generation who have their shit together to find a woman to come in and help to help or to find like like to make it like work. Because it's like I got everything taken care of. I cook, I clean, I pay my bills. You know, I'm good. What do you bring besides pretty? What do you bring besides sex? Like, what are you going to make? How, how are we going to make this bigger than what it already is right now? And I think a lot of females don't look at it like that way. I think a lot of females come in and they get comfortable. They get comfortable. Well, he got it already. Why you need it for me? Like, I like you know, I, and I don't know how other guys feel about this, but if you ever notice a guy with his own spot, guy with his own car, he cook for himself, clean for himself, do whatever he need to do, handle his business. It's like you meet a woman. Now, her, because her thing is, like, not together, she want to be up under you 24-7, and you're like, man, you're bringing that negative energy here. Like, you ain't got no respect for my spot. You just laid up. Like, to me, and this is just me, and I could be wrong. Like, I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to criticism. This is not one of the things why I'm going to damn you for that. 
pretty soon we'll be doing lives where I can just talk to you guys straight up. But right now, we're, I'm just giving it to you like this. But um, my thing is this. Any woman or man, and I'm gonna I'm go man. I'm gonna go from I'm gonna go from a man's perspective, right? If I'm dating a woman, right, and she got her own place, own car, and listen, I'm living with at home or I'm living with somewhere else where I ain't, I ain't got as much responsibility as her. If I'm coming over and I'm really messing with her, and I say I care about her, I want to build with her, I'm gonna help her out sometimes. Like, okay, hey, damn, what's her light bill looking like? All right, you know what? Hey, how much are you you on your rent? I'm gonna offer. Like, okay, you cool? Because I've done it before, you know. Uh, you know, if I'm over here always on the Wi-Fi, I'm always over here just jugging on the Wi-Fi. Hey, what's your Wi-Fi blah like? Nowadays, I'm noticing old men and women don't do that. Nobody does that no more. Like, even on the sense of, hold on. Oh, I for, oh damn, I forgot my water in the living room. Shit. Mm. It don't matter. But I've noticed, even with, like, my homies, like, I had a homie. I always needed to ride somewhere. I always pick him up. Everything we did, I picked him up. I picked him up. I picked him up. Never once I say, hey, man, here's some money for gas. Like, here's, here's this for gas because you're always taking me somewhere. The common courtesy I think is missing. People see you. I think, and I'm just going to speak it from everyone. I think men and women, like women that see a man that got it all together, think, oh, girl, he going to take care of me or he don't need my help. So I don't got to offer nothing. I can just come by and do, like, do the bare minimum. Like, if someone already has the bare minimum, why would you just bring the bare minimum? Won't you, wouldn't you want to, like, solidify, like, look, this is my worth. This is what, I'm, this is what you're getting from me. This is what the long call is looking like. Because that's how I'm with me. You feel me? And it can't be nobody I'm there, I mess with. Like, like me, like, don't get me wrong. People call me in different seasons. But the season I'm in now, like, I go places. I know I'm already going to go to this place. You want to go with me? It's, it's already locked in. All you got to do is just go. Or I'm going to tell her, you got to get your own ticket. But the room in this, the rental is locked in. Just come. Like, some people, you know, and, it, and it's, like, stressful. It's, like, bugging because I don't think no one, none of my homies have ever had to tell me anything. Like, if my homie invite me to somewhere, like, let's say they got an Airbnb, I come to party, okay, what you want me to bring? I might just bring the drink. Or I might just say, you know what, I got this, I got that. Like, if I'm going out of town, they invite me to Vegas, so like, are they paying for the room? Okay, look, I'm going to go ahead and I'll pay for the rental. Like, that's just me as a person. This has nothing to do with a girl or a guy. This is me as a person. I'm going to carry my own weight. And I feel like when it comes to women, they get comfortable so quick, and it's like a flex to them. Like, oh, look who house I'm at. Or, look what I'm doing. Look what he's doing for me. Look, 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 look. They're so busy trying to impress everyone else on what they're doing, and they're already shitting on like making the person feel used and unappreciated. Because that's what a lot of women don't know. Like when they feel like, "Oh, I'm not using you. I'm not saying you are. But I'm saying, but you're making it seem like that is because you're not taking appreciation and being appreciative of the person when I'm being." And it's like a lot of men go through that. But here's the thing: I'm not one of the men that's going on social media, flashing my money, flashing what I got, and saying like that because that's not the attention I want. Now, the fellas who are doing that, you can't be mad at what you get. If you're flashing your money, acting like this, this, and that, that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. So with me, I'm not really like that. My whole thing is separate from that. I do it different. You feel me? So um, I'm more reserved. I'm more humble. You know, when I have fun, I have fun. If I don't, I'm chilling. You know, I'm a homebody sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the streets. Sometimes it just depends on how you catch me. But I think the basic I'm saying is like, ladies, if you really want to be a wife, you want to be with someone, if you really want that long haul, you want to be different, you want to really level up and grow, you can't just bring the basics. Like, nobody, even as a man, I'm telling a man, too, you can't just bring the basics to a woman. You know that. Oh, I'm a man. I take out the trash and I take care of my kids. Now, you got to go beyond. Like, you got to pour life into people. You feel me? You really have to. Oh, hold on, hold on. I want to I read an acronym about pour when they say pour life into someone. Hold on. I hope I got it in this on my iPad. The trusty iPad always comes in handy. Let's see if I got it on here. Here it is. Yep, I got it. 
So pour into someone will, and who will pour into you. So pour into someone who will pour in you and know what pour means provide, offer, uplift, rebuild. That was, that's, that's something I seen on Facebook. It was pouring to someone who will pour into you provide, offer, uplift and rebuild. And I think that's what we're on right now. You know, when you're going to provide for someone, you know, offer, you know, you're going to offer your loyalty, offer your respect, offer you, you're going to uplift and rebuild. You feel me? And I think that's, 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 to, we can all provide. A man is not supposed to be the sole provider because a woman can provide, you know, uh, support. A woman can provide understanding her opinion, like just that, that femininity, that, that, that caring, you know. And then, you know, you want to um, offer, you want to offer your time, offer you, offer your, your loyalty, offer your respect, uplift. You shouldn't be tearing someone down. Like I see so many women and I've been through this, you know, instead of uplifting a man, they always want to tell you, you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this. Like, like, wow. Like I used to tell my girl, like, do you just tell your family all the negative I do? You don't tell them about none of the good stuff. Cause I find it hard for someone to say, to, to like really feel like, like you really don't like me. Like, like I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it a brick. Like I was, um, what was I doing? What the, I was doing something. And, um, I came across my girl's mom page, right. On Facebook. Cause I think she tagged her or something. It was something, something happened. I forgot how, I forgot how I got to the page though. I got to the page though. And it was like, her mom was calling me a narcissist, calling me evil. And I'm like, damn, like, do you even know me? Like, like, do you know I really help people in my community? Like, I really talk to my friends that are going through stuff, like people that have suicidal thoughts. Like, I really mentored at at at, at risk teens, and I really took them on my. I really spent time. I really spent my own money, not getting donations, not getting grants in the community. Like, I've literally spent my time on the weekend instead of partying and drinking with people, passing out food to the homeless in the streets. Not not no nice like come see us in the streets where people are smoking dope, shooting dope. Like motherfuckers getting killed. Like I've really done that. Like, and like what I've done for your daughter. Like, like what I've done. Like, and I'm saying you could really call me evil and narcissistic because of what she tells you about me. Because she only tells you the bad. So we gotta stop doing that. Like I never just tell a bad about a person. I'm gonna tell my side of what I did and and what happened. And now that person who I talk to. Because if I talk to you about my problems, because I don't talk to nobody about my problems. I keep it 100. Something like maybe two or three people. So they know me as a person. You know, and they know that. If I'm, I'm going to tell, they know me. So they know I can't hide what I did or what I said. Because sometimes I say some fucked up shit to people. But I never, never in my life, not someone I care about, never in my life would just like down, down, break them down to someone else. Just like, or just like that. And so a lot of people don't understand that. When y'all over here talking about y'all man in these group chats that y'all have with y'all little friends. When y'all downing y'all man to y'all friends. And he wonder why he don't like him. Because we feel that energy. We feel that energy like, damn, you really talking bad about me to them? Are you supposed to care about me? Like, like that's that's like harsh. Like, to me, that's harsh. I can never. And and anyone know, all my homeboys know, I'll never talk bad. Like, oh, she did, she did about my girl to my, my homies. Why? Because if I say I got love for you, because it, it, it's different. If I got love for you, I'm in love with you, you know, like that, you know, it's different. I'm not finna. I can't bring myself to talk bad about you like that. You feel me? Like, that's just me. And I know everybody operate different. This generation is different. This the time we hold on I need coffee. If you can tell I'm a coffee fiend. This generation is different. They'll talk bad about a person instead of looking in the mirror and say, you know what? Who am I as a person? Because a lot of people are ugly inside. And I notice that and it's like, then you look at a person like, you really talk like that about me to that person to have, make them believe that and like to tag you on this meme. Like they are really shooting this shot. Like I'm not gonna see it. It's on the social media. So it's like 
we got to uplift people and uplifting people is not just telling them. It's telling the people around you how good that person is because they're going to see them in a different light because I guarantee you, bro, listen, I'm being real with y'all out there. Anyone who knows me knows this. I've been painted the bad person for over 20 some years in these streets. It's nothing new to me. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me not sleep at night. I sleep well. I eat well. I'm blessed. I'm going to continue to be blessed. God has a purpose for me. So I'm not worried about what someone thinks about me. Right. But the thing is, I look at a person like you really feel comfortable tearing me down instead of uplifting me. Like, you know what? Don't just tell me because see people, that's the thing people don't get. Right. A person can tell you, oh, you great, baby. You good. I'm proud of you. I'm this and that. But at the same breath that you're taking, the same mouth that you said that, you wouldn't say, well, he did this. He's not that. He just did this. He doesn't care this and that. It's like, because it says in the Bible, it's not what goes in the mouth, a man's mouth that defiles him and what comes out of a man's mouth that defiles him. So you think about that. You feel me? Because what happens is, and I'm, and I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm like this. You know, God's working on me. But once I feel like a person like talks down to, about me like that, I don't care if you did it behind my back, to my face, to somebody else. Once I know you talk down like that, I do not like you. I will not deal with you. I will not talk to you. I'm not fake highs or none of that. I don't care, bro. Like, honestly, I shouldn't be like that. I should be better, but I just don't care because you really down talk someone who's a good person, who's really been through something you probably will never understand, who's still going through shit. Who still helps other people before he helps himself. So to me, I'm like, really? You don't even know me. Like, you don't know nothing but what's been told to you by another person who's mad at me. You feel me? So to me, that's how I feel about that. We should be uplifting and rebuilding. Rebuilding, what happens with rebuild, I think people don't understand this about rebuilding in relationships, right? Is when you get to a relationship, right, you guys are coming damaged. Most people come to a relationship damaged. We all come, we have a little damage. It's rare that you get someone who's not damaged in a relationship, so the relationship you want to rebuild and what rebuilding is knowing how that person was damaged and not doing that. And the first thing, every woman says this, every woman says this, oh, you know, I've been cheated on before. Don't cheat on me. Don't cheat on me. Don't cheat on me. This and this and that. And it's like, every woman says that, right? Oh, don't cheat on me. Cause I've been cheated on before. You knew I've been hurt before. Right. Right. And I get that. Right. Nobody wants to be cheated on. Don't feel good. Right. But women, please understand this. Define cheating, right? Because this is I had to I had to really had this talk with somebody, right? Define cheating on you, right? Because women, this is what you guys do. You say one, you guys are already talking to two, three different guys, so therefore you've already you've already opened that door. And how and we, we dudes, we know we just be like, okay, whatever, we're gonna do our thing because we know, and that's how that's how I know like women be just on some delusional. Delusion, I don't know, it's just delusional, but they be talking to 20 different dudes already. Most women, you know, if, if they're not, they're talking to an ex while they have a dude. I've been there. I've talked to females. I used to talk to them. They have a dude. And I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't going to hit you. Or they'll talk to you. Or they got a new nigga in their DM that either know you or know of you. He down talking you. So these females, okay, bam. So when you find out, you get the vibe because every time her attitude changed, like, damn, we was just cool. Now her attitude changed. She get an argument just so you can say, oh, okay, I'm cool. So she can go see this person and know you're not going to hit her phone because you're mad. So then what happens is you get the vibe. You're feeling it. And you're like, okay, you're doing you. Okay, I'm going to go do me. But when you start doing you, it's bigger because why? Everybody's talking about, oh, he got this other girl. I heard about this. Oh, you're not tripping on her now. You don't ask her for nothing. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Now she realized like you ain't studying her. Now it's, oh, you just snatched. She find out. You feel me? So she find out now her pride is hurt. Now you cheat on me. You did me wrong. Like, hold on, hold on. How did I cheat on you? If you were doing the same thing, how did I cheat on you? You know? So, and then also to the spot to what females, this is not what goes in a man's mouth that defiles them. It's what comes out, right? 
You want to fuck you, nigga. You's a fuck, nigga. You's a bitch, nigga. This and this and that. And I'm done with you. I'm cool. Bad. Bad. I'm all that. Because instead of going upside your head, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go give me another. I'm going to go holler at somebody else today. I'm, I'm going to go get my reserves. I'm going to get my, my, one of my rotations. Why? Because I'm not trying to deal with you. Because what you're doing, I see what you're doing. You just want to run over there. That's cool. Go run over there. You know, because my whole thing is with females. Well, I don't get, this is what I don't get about when females cheat, right? This is what I don't get when females talk to multiple niggas. Why are you not with that nigga? Why are you not going over there being happy, living your best life with him? Why do you go back to the nigga that you say, oh, listen, he did this, he did this. Yes, he did that because you're doing that. And we know we sometimes just don't give a fuck. We, you think we care because we'd be like, oh, I'm fucked up. We're not fucked up. It's, it's just, it's a mental thing. Once we pass this mental thing, we're like, man, I don't give a fuck. Keep it pee. So it's just rebuilding. I mean, sometimes we got to rebuild. So ladies, stop saying, oh, you cheat on me. You know, I was hurt. No, rebuilding is trust. Rebuilding is saying, you know what? Leave that baggage. Whatever you had with them, that was that. Leave that over there. Don't come over here with that because I see a lot of females secretly hate men. They secretly hate men because what was done to them by a man, what they experienced with a man or what they think a man's supposed to be like or what they seen their mom go through with a man and how their father was. They just secretly hate us, especially black men, right? And it's crazy because y'all really, really will disrespect yourselves to get back at a man. Like, like just think, just think about this in its, in its essence, right? Right. You get in an argument with your man. He make you mad. So you go fuck another dude or you go lay up and have another dude. You fucking two different dudes, right? You disrespect yourself like that and expect to go back and for a man to respect you. He can't. He won't. He'll lie. He'll play the road to get what he won't, but he's not going to respect you. You feel me? It's just a difference. It's just a difference, and it's not fair, but we got to rebuild each other. So my whole thing is I don't focus on tearing someone down, and that's the thing about tearing someone down, right? Constructive criticism is not tearing you down. Let you know where you're going wrong at is not tearing you down. It's like, listen, I'm saying, like, as a friend, listen, as a friend, right? Fuck, fuck the relationship, fuck the cheating and all that. Fuck that. As a friend, if I see my nigga fucking up, I'm hit him. Like, bro, you fucking up. You ain't supposed to be doing this, 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 and that. I didn't did it. When my homies out here doing, like, I had, I had a pot of man. We was, hold on, let me hit the coffee. It's warming up too in here. So if you see me sweating, it's warming up. I had a partner, right? And. He, he, he played with his nose a lot, right? And I used to tell him, man, you, you play with your nose too much. Calm down. You spend your money. Like, you, you want to be in a better position. Do this, do this. I used to tell him, man, like, look, go get another job, man. Stack your bread. Dude, he was comfortable. He got, we got complacent in where he was at like because he was doing better than most. And it was looking good on the outside. But he didn't want to actually take that next step to be a better person, to be a better man. He had no kids. He had no obligations. He was good. I said, bro. You have opportunity. And we, I sit for hours and talk to him. And he would get it. He'd do good for like a couple of weeks, a couple months. And he would back. He would be back on the same bullshit, hanging out with this different crowd. And I'm like, bro, that's not it. You might see me dip. Bro, I might hang with. I'll be in the street sometimes. You know, I'll be on a block and you know, hanging. But I'm only there for a quick minute to dip, dip out. Because I know where I'm going. I'm focused. I got tunnel vision on the vision. And I try to rebuild people because that's just me. Like, I don't care. You're going you're gonna to hear a lot of negative about me. If you go to where I'm from, you hear a lot of negative, oh, he did this, basically my street shit. But they'll never tell you the good I did. The good I did, the things. That, and there's a few people that will tell you, like, man, he really did this. He really helped me. The people I put, I gave, say, you know what? You could do this. You could do that. You know, no one's ever going to tell you that, which is fucked up because we don't rebuild people. You know, and, and like I try to, it's hard, honestly. I'm going to keep it real with you. When I date and I see females been through certain things, I try to talk to them, get an understanding like, why are you like that? And show him, like, look, you can't be like that. I changed. You could change. And sometimes people are like, well, I'm not like you. I'm different. I'm raised like, okay, that attitude, you're not going to never change. When people accept what they were raised with, don't want to address the problems. Like, sometimes as, a, as, a, as a, a person, as an adult, you have to go back to your parents and say, listen, 
this is what affected me. This is what happened to me because you made this decision. This fucked me up. And I'm dealing with this right now. I need closure. I need to talk about this. Why this? Why that? You have to. I had to do it with my mom. I had to ask my mom, hey, why did you give us away when I was little? Why did you give us away when I was 12? You couldn't afford to raise me. It was hard. Okay, I get it now. Okay, I'm not dealing with that anymore. I'm past that now. I get that. I understand that. And my dad, oh, why you let my mom take me to California? Why you didn't come look for me? I didn't know. She just up and left. She didn't tell nobody. Okay, that's that I can understand that. But once you knew I was out there, why you didn't come get me? Man, I didn't know. Well, it is. You know how it is. Okay, I can accept that now. I can move past that. I'm not going to hold on to these things with my parents that's going to keep putting me in a fucked up relationship, put me in a fucked up state of mind where I'm mad at myself and I hate the world and I want to destroy everything I see. I can't keep living like that. And you can't keep living like that because if you keep living like that, you're not going to make it. You're not. And a lot of these women don't understand that. Y'all can't. You can't want to be a wife one day and think you're just going to run through everybody and be cool and be treated like this, treated like that, and treat people like that. You can't. If you don't like men, be a lesbian. If you hate men, be a lesbian. That's fine. We're not tripping off that. Go be a lesbian. Don't be keep going through every man trying to damage men. Because if you damage, you're going to keep trying to damage men. Then what happens? They damage men. They're going to make damage men. And now your daughter's going to date a damaged man. And they're going to have the same problem. So, you know, um, I try to give the best advice I can. I'm just giving off um, my personal experience. So anybody asks me, this is personal experience. Um, I've been blessed to be in a better space now, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Because I really had to let go of things, bro. Like, like, I had to really let go of things because a lot of people do stuff to embarrass you, try to get over on you, and they want to embarrass you. They want the whole world to know what they're doing against you, and you can't care about that because it really just affects them. So, in my in my personal life, like, when shit goes left, when I start seeing the bullshit, now I say, okay, we good. Why? Because I know God going to show me. Eventually, God going to show me. Eventually, I'm going to see the real, and God going to let me know, and I'm going to be like, okay, cool. And at this point where I'm at in my life, whoever's not meant for me is not meant for me. Whoever's meant for me is going to be for me. And that goes for friends and family. I treat family the same way. You want to do some whole shit? Okay. Stay over there where you at. Don't come over here. I'm cool with that. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. But um, this is a Talk With Maserati podcast. I am Maserati Shields, your host, my trusty co-host, the iPad, the fragrance of the day, Mansira, Patty. I might have said that wrong, too, so somebody correct me. In the book, Think. Go check that out. Also, man, I want y'all to go look at my IG. It's at Maserati Shields 822. It's right down there. You see it. And uh, just tap in, man. I'm gone. Wah.